So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the Perfect Beach Finder Quiz exclusively at Beachbound.com. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong. Radiant. Timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. All right. Uh, welcome back, Bachelor Happy Hour listeners. Um, Tasha and I just had a little dance party before we just <laughs> kicked this off. The caffeine is kicking in these days. Um, and you know what? It's a big week because we had a major finale just go down last yes. night. And I cannot wait to get into some of the recap, but I more so can't wait to get into our guests today. Um and I'm so excited because I have my girl Tasha on today. <laughs> Next week she'll she'll be taking a break now. Yes, I'm still here filling in for Rachel, but she'll be back next week to reclaim her throne. So don't you guys stress. Mm-hmm. But I'm still I'm not ready to leave yet. I'm still having fun. I know this has been such a great time. It's fun to switch things up, and people don't always love change. But I feel like you need it every now and again. And and that's yeah. what we've had bringing you on, taking over Bachelor Happy Hour with me. That's what we saw go down last night during after the final. Rose, you know, obviously we didn't see Chris Harrison in his typical fashion, Um, but that's okay because we got something new and fresh, a different perspective, something that I think was needed. Um, So let's just get into last night while we're here. Yeah. But we have the newly announced Bachelorette, not Katie, because she is currently 
uh, in the bubble, but we have none other than my Minnesota girl, Michelle, coming on. And we're so thrilled. I mean, I've just been so anticipating thrilled. this conversation. But before that, Tisha, we saw something very different last night. Mm-hmm. So let's get into I don't even want to recap the episode. I just want to get into after the final rose because that yeah. was like the big ticket item. Um, the most historical, impactful, I think, after the final rose bachelor nation has ever seen um so overall did you have any highlights any conversations that really stuck out to you you know i just have to say like i really appreciated the way that emmanuel just approached all the conversations like he did kind of dive in to how uncomfortable things may be but it he also he didn't let matt or rachel off the hook like he Mm -hmm. grilled kind of them both as well as Michelle asking straight up, like, are you still in love with him? And like, he's right here. This is the last time you're going to see him. Do you have anything else mm-hmm. to say? And I, I just thought he brought such a fresh perspective. Um, and I'm really happy he was the one that was chosen for AFR. Mm-hmm. Just putting that out there at first. I am too. Um, I am too. I think like... It's it's such a weird position to be in, you know. This yeah. is nothing like we've ever seen before. Chris Harrison has been doing this twenty years, but I think Emmanuel was the perfect host because it's not like he's infiltrated with Bachelor Nation. He's right. not biased. He approached each and every conversation very uniquely, I think, and you could really tell that he sat in those emotions of like when he was sitting with Michelle and like really feeling for her, right. um, having to like relive and stir up some of the emotions, but. I mean, the part where he first sat down with Matt James and said, look, like a conversation between two women is going to look completely different than a conversation with two athletes. But like the conversation between two black men is something unique. And that is something that we have never, ever, ever seen on that stage before. The fact that two black men can sit down and talk about race and diversity and the issues of this franchise and yes still the love story I thought the moment he said that I was like we are hooked no really though it's a different perspective than we've ever gotten and we ever we would never get really exactly Um, like Chris Harrison couldn't have done that no and I can't say that no he can't and and even if he tried to this is the thing I know as like the man he is and as the host he is he would try to Mm -hmm. but it's a totally different level of having someone actually understand what it's like to as Matt James continue to say be a black man in America yes and um Oh my God as soon as he said that I was like no this is gonna be freaking good because Mm -hmm. it's true no one Mm -hmm. else could relate it, it was just, it, and and Chris, I mean, he has been, he is a professional. He's an incredible host. Like, yeah. he knows how to, to get out emotion and have that dialogue. But this was just so much more real. It was raw. As he said at times, it was uncomfortable, but that's okay. That's what we need to be having these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, overall, if people sat through that AFR and, like, didn't have a major takeaway or learn something, like, go back and watch it again and listen because it's so much more than just a love story. Like, yeah, like there was one, I mean, there wasn't just one, there was several parts, several points that Emmanuel had made that I was like, damn, this hits home. This hits hard. But like, this is what we need to be hearing right now is he made a comment at one point when he was talking to Rachel, yeah. which, uh, I think I already know what you're going to say because it was so good. Keep going, keep going. (laughs) Well, his quote was, and I don't want to botch it. I tried to write it down word for word, but he says, prejudice is a willful commitment to ignorance. Mm -hmm. And 
coming from somebody in the franchise who, you know, newsflash, I'm this white girl from Minnesota. I've, I, you know, have kind of lived through Rachel's shoes in the past. We saw that go down in my relationship on the show and after right. with social media. Um, it hit hard because, like, you know, we've all, not, I shouldn't say we all, but like many of us, especially who watch the show, The Demographic, you know, we've been that girl. We've been similar to Rachel. We have done things ignorantly and insensitively that we didn't even know. Like sometimes you don't know what you don't know. Right. But when he said, you know, prejudice is a willful commitment to ignorance, but like don't have it be willful. Like, you know, try to do better, try to be better, try to educate yourself. And so that struck a chord because I'm sitting there like, you know, I I can feel for Rachel because I, I've lived through a very similar situation, but right. But he just articulates it in such a good way that like really hit me as a viewer hard. And I hope that that other people could take that away too. Um, I think it was, I, I could tell that Rachel was really struggling in her conversation with him, but she was also very open and honest. And I think she's really putting in the work. But uh, but your takeaway, you know, because as a black woman, you probably had different takeaways than me than than what I did. Yeah, no, but I actually really appreciate you saying that because um, you can relate to Rachel in that way. And the fact that you are aware now, it, it's a totally different ballgame. And now, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's something that needs to be seen. It's something that needs to be talked about for other people to be aware and to educate themselves. And I think that Emmanuel said it honest. It was perfect. It, he said, um, what you did and what the party attended was more so um, regarding like racial insensitivity and, and mm-hmm. racial ignorance. Um he doesn't, he doesn't say like, you're a racist, mm-hmm. but the fact is the actions that you had were racially ignorant. And I think that that is so important for people to hear coming from a black man mm-hmm. on TV, because it's not, he's not sitting there being like, I think people have this perception that everyone's just like, you know, African-American people or, or mixed people, whatever it is, are just like automatically calling you a racist the second you do something wrong. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're saying. We're just saying you're being racially insensitive right now. Mm-hmm. You are being racially ignorant. Like, let's just take a step back and like educate ourselves for a second. And mm-hmm. I think that he just articulated it so well and put it in a way that I think is going to impact a lot more people than just Rachel Kukonnell. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? It was just like, okay, it kind of makes you step back a second because I feel like when people are quote unquote feeling attacked, um, they kind of turn off to being like, well, no, I'm not. And they automatically get defensive and they don't hear what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I'm just so happy that Emmanuel was the one that w- did this AFR because I feel like he, I mean, he hit my heart in a different way. So I can only imagine mm-hmm. him hitting a lot of other people. Yeah. I think like, and, and, I I will say like Emmanuel has become a friend. Like we've had several conversations about this. Um, And yeah, to play, to, to add to your point, I think like the, the verbiage was like um, racial ignorance and racial insensitivity can play itself out in forms of racism, but that doesn't Mm -hmm. automatically make you that, which I think is important. And, And I think like in this day and age, it's so easy to cancel people. It's so easy to label people. Um, but yeah. if people can realize their ignorance and their insensitivity and like for me realizing my white privilege and how that hinders where we're at, like where we should be in this country um, and to be able to check ourselves, I think that's 
the first step that's the most, you know, acknowledging and and holding yourself accountable um, and moving forward in a positive way where you're not willful, willfully committing uh, to that ignorance. Um, it, it's, yeah. it's the first step that I think we're seeing with Rachel now, um, definitely. And another good point that he made was that because, you know, and I've I've read DMs, I've seen what has been being circulated regarding Rachel and and the antebellum themed photos and yeah um you know like people are still having the argument of like oh well what she did wasn't bad and I don't want to get all into that because I don't want to you know I don't want to take away from that conversation that was had last night but he did make a great point that said history can be remembered but not all history was meant to be celebrated mm-hmm. which keep that in mind we're not saying erase this history forget this history but acknowledge it and remember it but you don't have to like revel in it in a way right um so i think that was another major takeaway moment too for me so overall i mean it's not something that we're used to and again i know people don't like change people aren't used to change at times it's hard it's uncomfortable but i think after everything we've seen in 2020 and at the beginning of 2021 um there was no better person i think to come in and host that um and to make matt I feel comfortable agree. i think to make michelle feel comfortable um and just ha- to have a real raw open dialogue with rachel um so I also think like with Rachel, I look, it's an uncomfortable situation to be in, you know what I mean? But at Mm -hmm. some point the conversation was going to be had and I'm glad that we were able to have it. But I do appreciate the fact that number one, she has apologized, but also that she was just sitting there and listening. Mm -hmm. Like she wasn't trying to defend herself. And I think it's so easy to, um, I don't know, just be scared and try to give yourself a little, like help yourself out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But the fact that she just, was trying to listen. I appreciated. Um, and I, I think, I hope it was so hard for me to watch, um, like the conversation between her and Matt, or should I say the lack thereof? Mm -hmm. Um, I hope that those feelings are the feelings that she uses to motivate her to do better. Yes. Because I, I know, I know she felt how hurt Matt was. Mm -hmm. And I know that she, it was just an awkward silence. And I think I'm, I know that was really hard for Matt, but I feel like that's what he felt at the time. And that's what you have to, you have to appreciate that. You know what I mean? I've, of course we wanted to hear more from him, but at the same time, like that's how he was feeling. And that was granted. And I, I, I really hope that Rachel took that. And, yeah. Um, yeah. He's hurt. They're both, I mean, a breakup in itself is never easy. A breakup on a public platform no. and with the pressures of being the first black bachelor, I can't even fathom the yeah. range of emotion and and I don't think it's going to be fixed overnight. It's not something that it's going to, you know, like, like you said, he can't just turn off his feelings for her, like a light switch. It's no. going to take time. Um, So for everyone listening, please allow them as individuals to do what they have to do internally to move on from this, to heal their hearts and their heads Um, and allow Rachel the room. Like if she's very genuinely wanting to be better, to educate herself, to put herself in this new space of growth and acceptance. Uh, please allow her to do that too, because that's yes. like that's what we I need agree. in this country. You know, like if if she was to say, you know, I screwed up, but I'm not going to change. Like that's one thing. But I think she, um, I hope she means it. From from what she was saying yesterday, I I I 
I, I could, I, I, I think she's, she's really trying to put in that work. Um, but for Matt too, like he's grieving, they're going through this weird heartbreak and it's, there's enough pressure just being on the show. So like, please give them room and space, um, and time, you know, no one likes DMs being blown up when you're going through something like this. I know from experience. So, uh, just allow them time, time to heal. Another thing that really struck a chord with me is with, when Matt said that just, you know, with everything going on in the country and the social injustice and everything like that, um, it sucks that he felt like he had to take all of that on and mm-hmm. be the voice for all of that. Um, and I empathize with him for that because I never would want him to feel like he had to take that on and be the voice for the country, like for mm-hmm. all of Bachelor franchise, mm-hmm. because I don't think that was ever like the intention. Um, but there's just so much that has happened in the last two years mm-hmm. um, that I think we were all kind of, a lot of people were looking for people to have like the right words to say and the voice of reason. And like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just empathize with him because I really hope that he's able to move on from life and not feel like he currently, he constantly has to carry that burden mm-hmm. um, because he has enough to worry about just being a black man. Um, so Matt, I also just want to say that you did such a spectacular job. And um, if you ever need anything, you have us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're part of us, not part of this crazy Bachelor family, whether you like it or not. Um, so, <laughs> you yeah, can't get rid of us, baby. <laughs> yeah. I know Matt said several times, like, he didn't sign up for what all transpired. You know, he no. signed up to to find love, I think, and, and to do what we've all wanted to do when we became this like yeah. as the lead, uh, but, but he signed up for that love like that. We all do like you go in. I think anyone goes into this, not naively, but just being like, I want to find my person, you know? And, and there was so yeah. much more to it. And I'm sure you felt it too, as, as bachelorette in 2020, you probably felt a certain amount of pressure in the same way he felt. Um, so thank you both for, mm-hmm. I think handling it as, as you did. Um, everyone's journey is different. Everyone yeah. handles situations, um, and these types of conversations differently. Um, so, but, but as long as we're having these conversations, we can't just watch this and be done. Like, I want this to continue to be shown in the franchise to be, I, I want, like, I want what we see in society to be reflected in the franchise more. And I think this was a major step in doing that with having Emmanuel on after the final rose was a major step in doing that. Um, if you want to continue to have these conversations in your circles, like I highly recommend checking out Emmanuel's book. It's called uncomfortable conversations with a black man. Um, I, I just finished it about two weeks ago and it's so eye-opening. I think I turned over every page with a different takeaway. I was highlighting it like crazy. So um, a very good read, especially for me, like that I can now take certain conversations back in my white circles um, and continue it. Okay, Patricia, before we bring on our guest, we have another major revelation. We have a couple, actually. The first is that we don't only have one Bachelorette this year. We have two. So before we even get into <sighs> Michelle's season, we have... Katie, who is currently in the bubble, ready to meet her men. Uh, but Katie's not the only one in the bubble. You and Caitlin Brousseau are actually <laughs> both there. You are going to be her we mentor, are. her advisor, her friend, her confidant, somebody who mm-hmm. has been in her shoes, who has walked through this crazy journey that is The Bachelorette. Uh, so how are you feeling knowing what you're about to get into? I mean, the fact that I'm in my third 
um, you know, season um, is insane just because I I was in that season. I, I made it to the bloopers. So uh, in case you didn't know that. Um, <laughs> there were good but, bloopers too. <laughs> the most entertaining part was you and JoJo. <laughs> but I have to say, like, I am so excited to be here for Katie. Um, I mean, one of like the best parts about my journey was having all of you guys come and see me and Mm -hmm. nothing, no one could give you um, more sound advice than another bachelorette, a previous bachelorette, because no one really gets what you're going through. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I can be here for Katie and help her along the way is so fun. And I feel like, I hope that I can really add to her experience and, um, help her in times of need. Cause I know I, I wish I had you guys a little bit more than I did mm-hmm. at times when I was just like, I need a girl, like, yes. I need my girl. Yes. Um, so if I can be, um, her friend, her mentor, her confidant, whatever she needs at the time, I will definitely do it. I cannot believe I'm here. I cannot wait for her. She's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just can't wait to get her. Like, I want to get that girl engaged. I just want to get her journey yes. started. I'm yes. so excited for her. The show needs more love. We need another relationship like what you and Zach found on the show. Um, I'm, I feel like she's in the best hands with you and Caitlin. Like, I have no doubt that you will be there for her, that you will make her laugh when she needs to laugh, that you'll have <sighs> different emotions than than what she probably could have if you two weren't there. So I'm so excited to not only watch her, but to see you and Caitlin on the big screen again, because you know what? We can't get, because I love you guys, so I can't get enough of you. Um, I will have to send you some of my Bordeaux that you guys can pop and drink over your oh girl God, chats, you have some mimosas in the mornings, um, but send her my love, give her all of my best regards, give her a huge hug from me um, and just know that I will be thinking of you all when you're along this journey with her um, so Absolutely. I can't wait to see I can't wait to get all the tea like you know I'm going to be blowing up your phone <laughs> like crazy I'm also so excited to be doing this with Caitlin I feel like Caitlin and I have such different personalities and we've had such different um, seasons and I think you know Kitty is very lucky to have both of our different perspectives but um, her and I have just been through a lot also through this entire like franchise and journey. So I feel like we have the experience in order to help her. Caitlin and I are going to rock it. She has the best wing women, I will say, with you two. Um, (laughs) It's going to be incredible. I cannot wait. I'm thrilled. Also, the fact is like Caitlin and I both had very different seasons. I mean, like she shared the season in the beginning with Brett. I shared my season with Claire. Um, and now, although Katie is her own bachelorette, but now Michelle's also the bachelorette. So it's just like this sisterhood. It's just mm-hmm. uh, weird parallels that are all. It, it is very weird, but yes. also at the same time, I feel like we are definitely the right girls for the job. So yes, you we are. got your back. I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped for this year. It's going to be crazy. Like. <laughs> Boom, 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 season after season after season. But like, hey, yeah. we kind of took a break in 2020. So I feel like we're just making up, making up for last exactly. time, for last season. So this is going to be great. So with that all being said, Bachelor Nation, I mean, we have to just get into this because I know you don't want to just listen to Tasha and I as much as I think you want to listen to us. Um, we have the woman of the hour coming on uh, very shortly. So without further ado, I think it's time to bring her out. She took time out of her classroom to chat with us today, and we can't wait to get to know her better. So everybody, please welcome your newest bachelorette. She has upgraded from Mrs. James to America's <laughs> bachelorette. Please welcome Michelle. <laughs> okay, well, I'm just going to dive right in because we are so incredibly 
excited to have you. And so I'm, excited. A very, I'm a very selfish person. And to have a fellow Minnesotan on the line here, I've been <laughs> waiting for this moment since the second you stepped out of the, the, the late arrival limo, if you will. So how are you doing? I'm doing so well. It's been such a crazy season. I mean, <laughs> I mean watching, it, watching it, it's just watching it back is something that you can't really prepare for. Oh, it's been interesting. It's been a wave of emotions, but I'm I'm doing well. I mm-hmm. all things considered. Well, you <laughs> look great. You yes. look amazing. You, look you are so glowing. good. Uh, and before we really dive in, we I, I want to first start by saying like we don't want to really dwell on the past. We'll ask you a few questions about Matt and that relationship, obviously. But like this is a time to celebrate you because your world is about to change. It's about to blow up in the best ways possible. And so before all of that, like we want to check in because obviously this major news dropped. Like you were announced as the official second bachelorette of this year, which is something the world has never never seen before like this is crazy and it's because people love you so much you are such a fan favorite so now that this news is out in the open like how are you feeling in your head and your heart you know I'm kind of laughing because you're saying are you ready for your world to blow up and I'm like it already has blown up I mean <laughs> it's so weird going to out to eat with my family or going to the grocery store and um people recognize you. That's just something that I'm not necessarily used to. And they recognize my family too. Um, so, <laughs> so they're kind of going through that with me, but it's been really supportive from everyone. And it's a lot of teachers that have reached out to me and just have spoken about how they're so happy that I was honest about the difficulties of the school year and um, that they feel inspired. And so it's really nice that the attention and the support that I'm getting um, is because they felt like I inspired them in some way. And even to like, not even only adults, but I can only imagine how your students feel watching you. And let's be honest, like I can say this because I'm from Minnesota. I lived there for 28 years that not a ton happens in that state. You know, like we have some claim, claim to fame, like we had Prince, but like I feel like when I was on Spatcherite, it was like the coolest thing that had happened to Minnesota in a long time. And now I think that I, I can probably speak from experience. I know like that the people that live there are probably going to be so excited and embrace you. But how has it been for your students who maybe not they don't necessarily watch the show, but they know kind of, you know, oh, that my teacher's on the screen and she's going to become the Bachelorette. How are they receiving everything and like celebrating you? So. I had the students that were on that hometown episode. Those were my students that I had the previous two years, actually. And so I knew them really well. They knew me really well. And to leave for the filming um, of The Bachelor, I had only been in the classroom that I'm in now with those students for two weeks. And so this is kind of a new group that I'm working with. And there's been a lot of adjustments because of the pandemic. And so we're kind of in a position where it's we're like on week two of getting to know each other and nobody had mentioned anything for the first week or so. And then I had to leave to tape AFR. And when I came back, I was completely interrogated and they had found out and they had all of the questions in the world. And they were like, Missy, why didn't you tell us? And I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> I, <laughs> Can you imagine having this conversation with your students? Well, you know. Exactly. And so I let them ask a few questions and 
um, I had thought they found out earlier because someone said, Miss Young, I know that you're famous. And I'm thinking, okay, here we go. And they're like, yeah, you're on TV. And I'm like, all right, I got by so, so much time without actually having people find out or say anything. And then they're like, yeah, we're basketball. So there are all these moments where I thought they knew, but according to last week, they all know now. Um, I'm not mm -hmm. sure of if they know about the whole bachelorette thing quite yet. Um, but they'll have time. The, the basketball <laughs> thing is cool. Let them revel in that. Yeah, someone's <laughs> going to find out. But I mean, they they think it's pretty cool. Um, their families or their parents watch mm -hmm. and have spoken highly of me. So, yeah, they, they're they a little starstruck at times. But, you know, when I give I them homework, so. whip them back into shape. So. <laughs> like if you get your A on your test and you can ask me a question, like, <laughs> yeah, oh, motivate them. One thing I do want to touch on throughout your entire season with Matt and even at AFR and the conversation that you had in the last episode with Matt's family was a lot of it was about trust, which I think any woman can relate to wanting and, and men too, man can relate to wanting in a relationship. It was such a big thing for you and Matt. Um, and obviously at the end of this, you were very blindsided in the way that he ended things. You know, most mm -hmm. people go into that last day either expecting to get engaged or get broken up with at, at that altar, quote unquote, if you will say that. Um, so I'm sure you didn't expect him to call things off when he did. So what was it like when in terms of trust? What was it like when he when he was sitting there talking with you about to leave and breaking things off? And then is it still something moving forward that you keep high on your list in, in, in relationships when you become the bachelorette moving forward? Yeah. Um, it's gonna, I mean, when, after people watch it, it's very clear that I didn't, <clears throat> excuse me, I didn't know it was coming. It was a thing where I'm a person that I, I read other people's body language. And, you know, if I kind of felt like he was holding back a little bit, I would have too. And I would have, you know, kind of figured out what's wrong, what's going on. Um, but that was something that, you know, Matt and I even spoke about. He kind of put on a face that day. And as much as I understand that, it was also really difficult because, as you know, being on the show, a few hours or minutes together, your relationship really is expedited. This is not a situation where, you know, you spend all day, every day together and it's a slow moving relationship. It's like every hour, every minute counts. And so for me, it was so hard to continue to put myself in that vulnerable position and fall even throughout that, you know, repelling the Chateau date. Um, and continue to fall to then get to the evening portion and these uneasy feelings were going on the entire time. And so I think that was the difficult part is I understood that things were going to change fast. I understand that I wanted the best for him and the show was about him finding his person. Um, but it was more for me caught off guard as I asked how he was doing. I asked, you know, all of those questions during the day and I kind of kept getting a positive response. And so that was the hardest part for me is that I felt like I did the groundwork to, you know, cover my bases to make sure, okay, cool. I'm going to keep being vulnerable. And then it was, you know, pulled away a little bit and mm -hmm. also the nature of this show. And I, and I get that, but that I honestly think I was sitting there trying not to throw up because my stomach was turning when it was happening. And oh. so it was mm -hmm. difficult. It really is. Um, but I'm doing okay. Well, for women who have gone through something similar and have been, you know, we've all been now broken up in very weird ways, very public yeah. ways. It's never comfortable. It's never easy. Um, 
you know, at the end of the day, I hope that you realize like you came out on top. You're winning now. And every I, I hate to say this because it's so cliche, but everything happens for a reason. And I think you like you needed that moment. And I, I'm kind of glad that he did it prior to actually that last day where you think you could potentially be getting engaged. Um, but yeah, it's never easy. Like, and, and it's so hard to articulate those breakups because like when you're blindsided, I, at least for me, like I'm shocked. I don't know how to put into words what I'm feeling, but you expressed yourself so well. And, and in the moment, I think women, especially, I mean, me watching it when you were like, well, do I need to fight for you? Like, what is this? I was like, yeah. yes, girl, you asked those questions. Cause I felt like when I was being broken up with on the, after the bachelor season, I just like shut down completely and didn't have any words. Like didn't couldn't even fathom the questions at that point. And so I think in that moment during that breakup and then even at AFR, like you asked the right questions, like you worded everything so well where you left it all out on the table. I hope you got your closure. How are you feeling now after seeing him on that stage? Yeah, I, after that breakup, it was really hard for me to get closure and Um, there was a conversation that I wanted to have because I was really struggling. And as I was coming back to Minnesota, leaving Pennsylvania, it was really, I felt like I was spinning in circles and I felt like I was trying to put the relationship down and I had, but emotionally I wasn't able to move forward. It was really difficult. And so, um, because I wasn't able to get that closure from Matt at that time, I think that's what was making it hard for me, but I think the most valuable thing that I've actually learned from this process is that I now know that I can get the answers and closure within myself to give that. So even walking on that stage for AFR, I had the closure I needed. I had some questions, but I also wasn't um, putting the ability for me to get closure on Matt's responses, if that makes sense. And so, um, so yeah, it was, it was hard to sit down and, and have those conversations and honestly get back into that headspace of leaving and what that felt like and the questions that I had at that time, because in the end I had already given myself closure. Mm-hmm. I love that you say that you like are able to ask the questions in order to get the response you kind of need. Um, like you were doing the groundwork to try to understand if like, you know, get the reassurance because I feel like it's so important in this process. And that's part of the reason why you can make this such a transforming journey, if you will, on yourself, because again, you're shut off from the world, but you rely on yourself to make those questions and decisions. You don't have anybody else to really consult being like, okay, so should I call him or text? You don't have the opportunity Mm -hmm. to do that. So you like are sitting in the moment and you're trying to get as much clarity as you can. And when you don't get it, it's more of like a feeling you have to just be like, no, like I know better, you know? And, um, Shoot, where was I going to go with this? Oh, yeah. But the fact is, as hard as this journey was for you, I'm so, I'm kind of happy you went through it. So that way, when you are the bachelorette, you kind of understand how these people are feeling, you know, in that moment of time. And um, again, as hard as it was for him to break up with you that day, as opposed to like making you go to the altar, like I've even been there in that situation. And as weird as it, it's hard to comprehend. He was doing that because he cares for you. So it's like one day you will, you're going to see it very soon. Um, but, um, you'll be in that situation to where you can kind of, I don't know, you'll, you'll be feeling the same things and you'll kind of get it on a different level. So, but the the fact that you were able to, I don't know. Yeah. And that's something that that I look back. Yeah. I look back and understand is that, you know, I'm very a black and white person at times. Mm -hmm. 
asking them questions and just say, just say yes or just say no. <laughs> like, I don't need a reasoning necessarily. I just, do I fight for I'm you? I'm with that too. Yeah. Okay, you know, <laughs> but I wish it was that easy. But it, I mean, to go back to what you said also, Becca, it, it really has helped me think about what I would do for the men coming in on my season of how do I handle those situations? How, you know, when someone is pouring their heart out to me and maybe I don't feel the, the same way, how can I respond in an honest and authentic way, you know, at times when I know that the relationship is no longer going to be there mm-hmm. and I'm going to be putting down or I have to put it down. Um, and so, yeah, it's such a hard balance. Mm-hmm. I mean, what I, yeah, I'm, I'd be curious to learn about any tips you have for that. <laughs> Well, you we got a lifetime right of knowledge. Michelle. <laughs> um, I have a feeling that this is going to be the first of many conversations that you will have with all of us women. And, and welcome, I guess. Let me just say that too. Welcome to this bachelorette family, if you will. We will. You will soon be added to the group chat between all of us women. It's such a fun, uplifting, supportive group. Like we're all behind you, supporting both you and Katie all of the way. Um, so, and anytime, I mean, like we're, we are all open books here, like come to us at any point. We will give you lots of advice. I don't know if you should, I mean, let's be honest, you probably shouldn't take my advice, uh, but <laughs> stop it. Stop but, um, it. Yes, you but, should. But you have, you have something that Matt James never had. Like he had, he had never filmed anything before. Like this was his first season mm-hmm. going into it blind with you women. And so now you have the ability to know, okay, I've been on the contestant side. I've been one of many women, so I kind of know how the men will be feeling in this situation or if this were to happen or if somebody were to say this or if they're upset over something like you can you can revert to where you just were in the in Matt mm-hmm. season to know kind of how you would be feeling and how to navigate that which I think gives you such a leg up. You know, you it'll help you empathize with them so much more than what Matt was ever able to do. Um so you're in a really great position for that. But like let's just get in to the men. Let's get into the future because that is the exciting stuff. Like big. You just lit come. up. Okay. You are so <laughs> oh, no. I saw you. Michelle, <laughs> let me just say this one more time. You are the bachelorette. It still hasn't sunk in. I think <laughs> a thousand more times and then maybe I'll wake up one morning and be like, okay. You might not. I like. I still to this day, three years out, wake up and I'm like, did that? Like, did that actually oh, happen? A couple it will years feel ago? like that for a while. Yeah. And I still got. I got a man by my side. I'm like, but where'd you come from? Oh yes, I love Tisha's you. looking down at that ring. Like, oh yeah, we went through all of that to get to this moment. I'm telling you right now. I don't think it, it takes a minute to sink in. It's such a surreal experience. But I'm very happy to um, be passing my crown to one of my favorites, yes. along with another favorite. So I'm so happy for you. We are so excited. Oh my gosh, Michelle. Yeah, but you are glowing and it's just incredible. Um, and, and it's only just begun. It's only just begun. So buckle up. Um, okay. One thing before we get into the future and all the incredible things, uh, what, what's something major or something that we didn't learn about you on your season that you feel like the world, now that you are announced as bachelorette needs to know about Michelle Young? Mm-hmm. That's such a strong question. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, I mean, this is a side that people maybe had glimpses of, but I am pretty goofy. Like I'm pretty, you know, don't get embarrassed easily. Um, I'm constantly laughing at myself. I 
don't really take life too seriously, but I can have serious conversations. And so, yeah, I think that America might see my goofy side come out a little bit more. And I mean, they saw they saw glimpses of it in the bloopers, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, I, I like to joke around. Oh, I can't wait. I mean, you you seem so well-rounded, like mm-hmm. uh, intelligent, kind, patient, uh, and we did see the goofy side. I, I you out of any of the women on Matt's season, I think brought out that fun, playful, goofy side to him. I agree so. with that. I mm-hmm. completely agree with that. And you picked it up like right away. It was never like a. It took a little bit of progression. It was just like boom, boom, boom. But wait, okay. So something that they haven't learned about you, but what about like for your relationship? Like something that you're like truly looking for in a guy and. um what kind of guys do you date? What's your type? What are you looking for? Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think the biggest thing that I look for in someone is if they have that intrinsic motivation. I'm a very motivated person. I have a lot of goals. I want to make an impact. Um, and that's super important for me to have that in my partner. And mm-hmm. uh, I, you can bring the best side out of each other when you're with the right person. And I love that. But also I think it's super important for whoever I'm with to come into that relationship with that intrinsic motivation, because that's something that I'm really attracted to. Um, somebody mm-hmm. who is not just going to super cliche, talk the talk, but also walk the walk. Mm-hmm. And also emotional intelligence. I mean, are you not, not that you have to perfectly be able to talk about your feelings, but um to know what you're feeling and to be empathetic to the person that you're with um, and to be open-minded. I mean, have an argument with someone who's closed-minded and that's that's a really difficult situation. And so I think those are the two things that I'm really looking for. Mm-hmm. I like to be I, challenged a little bit. I love that. I can't wait to watch this season. I'm just going to say like, I obviously I have to watch it for the podcast, but I have no doubt that you are going to have some of the best conversations. You are going to push these men in ways that they've probably never been pushed before. And I mean, in terms of emotional intelligence, you know, going on the show, like there are certain, like everything is so sped up and there are certain conversations and discussions that have to be had like very, very early on. And I think it's a good test to see who is able to kind of get themselves out of that comfort zone and and who might be more guarded and, and able to open up. And I think you will do an incredible job at that with the men. I think that they'll be able to feel comfortable with you. Um, in the past, have you ever dated like a certain type of guy? Like, are you, are you like, is there anything on your list that you like are really besides the motivation and EI, like looks wise, like anything else that you want or do not want? Like what is a hard no for you? Anything you see and you're just like, Ooh, I'm like into him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kissing with the eyes open. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that was Clear. you know i think i could add that to my list <laughs> everyone listening up all the casting producers add that to the very top please Your eyes she smoke. is approved <laughs> but um i think one thing i mean i'm a very active person as far as lifestyles and so i go to the gym i lift weights i stay active i you know play on club basketball or kickball or all these different things. And not that you have to be this chiseled athletic person, right? But I want you to be able to live a fit lifestyle with me because I think that's, you know, something that 
can hold two people together. And when life gets busy and you both are going to work or you have all these other things going on, being able to go to the gym together and knock out a quick workout is something that I would love to have in my partner. And so I think that's something that I really look for. Mm-hmm. They got to keep up with you. You got to be able to keep up with me. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can keep up with the whole classroom of kids, that means you got like, you got the energy to do it. Yeah. So they better step mm-hmm. up. Yeah, that's a different type of energy. I'll say that. <laughs> it's a totally different type of energy. That's a more exhausting energy. I can only imagine. Well, yeah. okay. We just got to throw this out there. This is the perfect time to say because like we want nothing but the best for our baby. Like we want the top of the line men. But if you have a brother, <laughs> a cousin, a best friend, just an incredible man in your life, please submit them for our girl, Michelle. And if you don't know where to go, I mean, we say it before and every, during every episode, you have to just head to bachelornation.com slash apply. And like, I'm not kidding when I say Michelle, like I'm ready to sift through some of these applications and find men for you because no. we yeah. need it's gonna be tip good. top men who are motivated, who are driven, who are ambitious, who are kind, like all the things like, please apply for great men for our girl, Michelle. Um, what kinds of things does a guy have to do to really impress you? Like, what's one thing if a man does it on a date or just like in general, you're like, mm, damn, like he's a good one. <laughs> I think when somebody listens to the small things and mm-hmm. to listen to the small things and it's not just, I mean, I'm not going to even go into the love languages because I feel like everyone goes into the love languages, but I think it's super important that when you are talking that that other person is genuinely listening to you and genuinely interacting in those conversations and is able to bring up those things that you said at a later time because that's how you know that they were listening and so that's something that I look for and obviously that's going to be kind of hard for me too that's going to be a challenge because now I have this wide array of men and I have to listen and I'm going to do my best to remember everything that is said. Um, but yeah. You have a lot of people helping you with that. Too. Yeah. You, it's going to be hard, but you'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> I've seen it with a little notepad making notes, but I <laughs> could you imagine that? But yeah, if somebody can truly listen and understand and learn about you and somebody who actually wants to continue to learn about you. And when I was on the season, with Matt, I talked a lot about staying in love and I got a lot of that from my parents because I've watched how they treat each other, how they listen to each other um, when they're talking. And that goes such a long way. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. I want to get into your parents because I think all of America fell in love with them when we saw them at your hometown. Like they were just the absolute cutest. I mean, can I just say hashtag couple goals? Like they were... (laughs) They're like they just seemed like they had still like this zest and this love for each other and for mm. you. It was very apparent. It was, and we've said this on the podcast. Like it, it was one of our favorite hometowns, um, especially this season. I would say for sure. Um, so how are they feeling for you? Like what if they could manifest anything for you? What would they want for you? You know, in the episode where Matt got to meet my family and my mom asked, "Does he treat you like dad?" That was something that was very true is when I was dating, when I was looking for my person and when I'm going to be looking for my person, it is somebody who really does treat me like my dad treats my mom because Mm -hmm. he's so respectful. He continues to go out of his way um, to do whatever he can for her. He's so supportive, um, gives her a voice 
in times and, and vice versa. And so I think that's what I'm so thankful for is that I had this amazing, healthy relationship that I could see grow continuously as I was growing up and still now in supporting each other. And that's something that I'm going to look for. Mm-hmm. And I know it's out there. It's might, it might be hard to find, but that that's okay. I'm not willing to settle. Mm-hmm. That's it's so rare too. So congratulations to your parents and able to like show you exactly what a healthy, good relationship is. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so hard to, I don't know, especially when you're in your own relationship, there's so much to navigate. And if you don't know how to do those like navigate it properly and you have those tools, um, it makes it really hard. I mean, it's doable still, but mm-hmm. it just makes it really hard. And so you're honestly one step ahead kind of than a lot of people. So, which, and also too, I mean, you, like you're coming in in such a special, unique way. And much like Tasha, like you're coming in, you're fa- like your parents are this beautiful interracial couple. Like, have you been able to, and maybe you had this prior to the show too, but also being on the show and like moving forward, knowing that you're going to meet 25, 30 men of all walks of life of, you know, black, white, Asian, you'll, you'll see more so than you've ever been able to date probably in Minnesota. Um, are you able to navigate those types of relationships with your parents and get advice in terms of like potentially being in an interracial couple with them? Yeah, I think my parents have a lot of insight on sometimes the challenges of being an interracial couple. And um, growing up, I mean, I knew that there were some situations that my parents had experienced where they were traveling and um, they walked into a restaurant and were treated completely different because they were an interracial couple. And so we've talked about those things. We've talked about those challenges. I've seen how they've handled those challenges. And so that kind of gave me a perfect example of what to do, how to handle it, um, having children that are biracial and Mm -hmm. potentially the challenges that that can bring um, with people's views, unfortunately. And so, yeah, I do. I do think that I'm in a good place where I have had that example and I can I mean, they're always going to support me and they're always willing to give my advice, give me advice in an open way. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'll be leaning on them a little bit. Yeah, I, I'll I definitely say you're going to start dating people that you probably have never even imagined yourself dating. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the best part about this process is like you are given opportunities that you might not have had before. And just to lean into every single one, you never know who will surprise you. And I feel like, I mean, that's what happened to me. And I feel like, um, I don't know, just be so open-minded and don't take anything off the table. Like feel it out. This is your time to actually do it. Cause you might be coming out like engaged, you know, and then you ain't got no time to do it again. (laughs) Take full advantage and definitely utilize your parents when they come. Um, I am so excited for you to do this entire journey. I feel like it's, it definitely comes out of nowhere. I know that, but I feel like you have such a good foundation. Um, and you're exactly what, you know, the franchise needs and, and an example for a lot of people. So I'm so happy you're doing coming up, honey. You're coming up, coming up. Um, I want to, I want to leave some time because I feel like, so we've had a bachelorette Bible in the past where we've passed it down to all of the bachelorettes. I think it was given to me actually on my season. So three years ago, uh, from Caitlin, Jojo and Rachel, but do you have any advice 
or do you want to ask us any advice or tips before you go in? I mean, I know that you have some time. Like, like I said, we will continue to talk. Um, but right now, just since it's all so fresh, like anything that you want to ask us since we've been in your shoes. I honestly want to know what you feel like the helpful, the most helpful tip is going into this position or after you finished, if you're looking back and you're like, oh, I really wish I did this, or I really wish I would have thought of that beforehand. So now that you've been through the experience that you have, what is the biggest tip or yeah, that you would have for someone like me? Ooh. Um, one thing that I would say, and and I I, I feel like you're gonna do this, like so I I feel like I don't even really need to like explain it that much, is um to stay open-minded in the sense of like, you know, when you're dating, you have the luxury to like go on one date and be like, mm, they're not for me. I'm not into them. Here, you still have to keep a certain amount of guys around each week, as you know. Um, and when I say stay open, like you never know who's going to surprise you. So you could have one date or one group date with somebody or one conversation and be like, I don't know if they're for me. Like, you know, it's not all there yet, but keep pushing through because some people will pleasantly surprise you and you will be so shocked. Like I went through most of my entire season thinking it was going to be one person. I was like dead set. And then like towards the end, I started to open up and be more surprised by like other, uh, the other men where I was like, okay, I'm glad I didn't write this person off week one or week two. And they got to week five or six, whenever, um, so just keep that in mind. Like there's going to be times where you're going to be exhausted and you're going to be like, ah, I'm over this person. Like I wasn't feeling it this night. They might've had an off night. You might've had a, an off night. Um, so just, just be open to that. Like you never know when it's going to slap you in the face and you're going to be like, Oh, I actually really like this person. Um, one thing in hindsight, and I can say this now years later because I've done a lot of thinking about it and, you know, um, really going back through like how I handled my season versus then and now, um, ask the right questions in the right way. I went in thinking, you know, I, I went in thinking new and I know what, like, I know what I'm here for. I know what I want. I know what I need in a partner, what I'm demanding out of these men. Um, and I thought I did an okay job at the time of like navigating certain conversations and asking certain questions, whether it was on camera or off. Looking back now, I didn't. And so now I would just like be so direct and intentional in what you're wanting to find out about these men, um, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's going to be hard, even if it could lead to like the end of whatever relationship you're having with any of the men, just be very intentional about what and how you're asking things. Good point. That's me. I mean, I could I could go on and on, but like like the main takeaways at this point, <laughs> Tasha probably has completely no. different ones. No, that's not true. I kind of agree with you, but I feel like you know that now because you're 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 more mature. Like you've grown and and you know what you want now. I feel like Michelle, you have like a really good head on your shoulders, and I feel like um, I don't know. I feel like I I'm not worried about you asking the questions that you you're gonna need answered, but I feel okay. So <clears throat> going in. I will say, have, I already told you, have no expectations um, and don't just cling to what you're used to. I feel like that's what you would be most pleasantly surprised at is because like when you open yourself and you're just allowing the moment to just happen and not overthinking everything, it allows you to put your guard down. The guys actually see who you are. They automatically become more like calm and like 
able to open up to you and it just, it just take it for as normal as you can make it. It's very abnormal, but at this point you kind of have a little bit of um, experience under your belt. Um, and just be confident in who you are. Like you own it. Like, you know what you have to offer. So just go make them work a little, <laughs> just, just be you. Like, it's fine. Like, don't think about it. And like I said, test out all the waters, but as far as like looking back, to be honest with you, obviously I don't regret anything because I'm happily engaged, but, um, I really truly think that I was myself. And even if I did mess up or I, you know, I could have asked a little bit more questions. I think that I have a good enough intuition and I think I have a good enough, you know, um, sense of self that I was able to navigate those waters. And so I think that's also really a big part of it. Like, again, um, being reassured that you know what you're doing and you're making the right decisions because you can continuously think that you're not doing the right thing and then throw away another relationship that should have been, you know what I mean? Like second guessing yourself. You don't need to do all that. We always play a fun game with our guests, which we will get into, but I want to leave the floor open to you because um, your big moment will be coming up in a few short months. But before that, we obviously know that Katie is going to be the current bachelorette um, a little bit before you. So before before she goes off into filming and all that, is there anything that you want to say to her? Any words of encouragement? Like what sentiment would you leave for Katie at this point? I think it's a lot about what you two just spoke about is truly being yourself. I mean, this process, if you do throw yourself in. I mean, there's that quote that everyone says, trust the process, trust the process. But really when you put down social media and your phone and you kind of put down small talk, you can really dig deep and get to know mm-hmm. someone. Um, and I think the biggest thing is to not, she doesn't need to be robotic. She, she can be her complete, genuine, authentic self. So that at the end of this, even when the cameras are done rolling, those two people, her and whoever, you know, hopefully she ends up with truly know each other. And it's not necessarily the situation where it's a surprise coming later. And, and obviously there are going to be bumps because it's a relationship in such a short period of time. But I, I think Katie will stick. I think Katie will stay true to herself and I think she'll do a really good job with that. But like you, like you just both said, that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. that I think someone in this position can do. Wait, I want to know, Michelle, who were you closest with at the resort? Um, oh, yeah. I was close. Well, Ryan, we were we were roomies for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then Serena P and Brie. Okay. Oh, good group. Yeah. Oh, cool. And, and do you still stay in touch with most of the women or I guess those women? Oh, yeah. We talk every day. <laughs> yeah, I love it. We're I'm on. sure we'll be maybe <laughs> seeing some more, more familiar day. faces on your season too, so... Um, I can't wait. Okay, game time, because we know that you're all about the games, okay? So, Michelle, being the new Bachelorette, we're going to play a game called Rose or Goes. I'm going to try to put on my best announcer voice, okay? Rose or Goes, we're going to give you a few scenarios that could happen on your season, okay? And you have to tell us if it's a rose or if they'll go. So I will kick it off. We're just going to give you different scenarios. You tell us, are they going to stay? Are they going to get that rose or go? It's very straightforward, obviously. Um (laughs) And, and some of these have happened on past seasons, so I don't know if you would handle them the same way. Some maybe are just like made up scenarios, but here we go. It's night one and a guy steps out of the limo wearing a costume, maybe a squirrel costume. Is it a rose or does he go? Oh, gosh. Uh, 
I feel like I'd have to talk to the squirrel, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I'm going to say Rose. Okay. Maybe not, my, maybe not my final rose. I don't know. But. See what kind of nuts we're working with, maybe. Who knows? Uh, yeah. If you wear the costume, I feel like they, they don't ever make it that far. Well, oh, that's true. Look, I mean, statistics. But remember, open-minded. You don't this, know. Yeah, Can you get exactly. Prince Charming underneath there? I would talk to the squirrel. I would talk to the squirrel. <laughs> And I always say this, people people always knock the costumes, but night ones are always long. They're always freezing. And so it's mm -hmm. like, if they can get a leg up and stay warm in that costume. I mean, I had a guy show up in a chicken They're costume and I was jealous by the end of the night because I was so cold. I was like, can I wear this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Rapid fire. Okay. You got to go quickly with these. Okay. Ready? You're at a cocktail party and a guy sprays champagne in his face. Is he a rose or goes? Rose. Okay. Rose? Rose. rose. All oh, right, wow, it's, go. it's night one, and a guy wants to be the life of the party and cannonballs into the pool. Rose or goes? Goes. Mm. Yeah. A guy arrives late a few weeks into your journey. Rose or goes? Rose. Obviously a rose. <laughs> look at yep. look at the gold we got out of Michelle. <laughs> literally, so literally. Yeah. What if a guy rides up in a horse? Rose. A guy walks up the driveway with all for one, serenading you. Does he get a rose or does he go? He gets a rose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about a guy? What about if a guy drives up in a hot tub car? Can I get in? <laughs> yeah, you better. Okay, rose. Possibly. Rose. <laughs> okay. What if a guy steps out of a limo and speaks to you in another language? Rose or goes? Mm. Me and Rose. After I Google Translate. Mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> to tell you what he's saying. If he just leaves you hanging, it's like, well, come on. Right. What else does that tongue do? Okay. What if a guy <gasps> wants to do a wedding photo shoot with you? Ugh. Goes. <laughs> <laughs> Tasha, how I does that make Zachary. you feel? <laughs> I tell Zachary, speed out. Michelle, <gasps> take oh. Tasha and Zach. They had to do this awkward wedding shoot date and look look at this ring on her finger show it off Tasha. well i'm getting it resized so i don't have it on right now really, this is really awkward so i swear I, it should be coming tomorrow or whatever anyway um but i will say look that was the most uncomfortable situation but literally the way that he handled it is what kind of made me second like like take him, see him in a different light. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh wait, he's very attentive. This is yeah. amazing. As so. long as they're not like one-upping you and like taking all the spotlight in this photo like shoot, was, hopefully yeah. it's okay. Like he clearly knew I was uncomfortable. I was like, maybe you shouldn't do, you know? Mm -hmm. So it might be, it might be helpful. Go. Okay, Michelle, oh, what, is, what is something that a guy can do that definitely means he's getting a rose? Oh, I'm trying to think about something different than I already said. Something different. Um, I don't mm, motivated. Honestly, mm -hmm. if someone's lazy, that's like the biggest turnoff for me. Do you do you like overly confident men, or does it kind of weird you out if it's like borderline cocky? I want them to have confidence, but I want them to be humble. So I want mm. them to be sure of themselves, mm. sure of what they bring to the table. But I don't want them if they have to feel like they are showcasing it all the time. Or, you know, you get a huge group of men if they're trying to one-up each other. Mm -mm. 
Mm, both, spoken both. like a true Minnesota. My mom's gonna be listening to this and be like, "I love that Michelle Young." <laughs> when I when I when I left for my season, she's like, "Just stay humble, stay humble. Make sure the guys are humble." So she's gonna love this conversation. How do you feel about like kissing night one? Like if a guy came out and oh my gosh, kiss kissed you me. fresh out of the limo, how would that make you feel? Um. I like to take things slow, which I'm cracking up because I'm on The Bachelorette. Good luck. (laughs) I mean, depending if he's a good kisser. Mm -hmm. If his eyes are closed, right? Oh, it's not hard to to do people. With his eyes open, then, you know, we might not. Would you send him home night one if, if you knew he was kissing you with his eyes open? Stop it. You would not, Michelle. I would not. No, no, I would talk. No. She has PTSD. This girl's scarred. <laughs> Are you okay? PTSD, but I would definitely give him a hard time to say that. What okay. is something that if a guy did this, he would have to go right away? Um, If he drank too much and was super sloppy. Mm-hmm. The first mm. night, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one likes sloppy. No one likes sloppy. And this is why this is great because everyone listening in can know exactly what we are looking for and not looking for. And I say we like I'm with you because I'm just so excited (laughs) for your journey. (laughs) Um, You're like a composed man that's kind, humble, that does make you laugh, likes children, is sweet, but like also motivated, also kind of doesn't need to work out a lot, but is still fit. Mm -hmm. Um, Family guy, family guy. Yeah, huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so anybody if that applies to you go apply for michelle season the bachelorette mm-hmm. uh now i feel like a co-host or a host um whatever commercial <laughs> yeah this is this is weird okay yeah so um, go apply oh my gosh i'm so excited michelle i feel like we could have you on like part of me doesn't want to let you go but i also realize you are a teacher you have to get to class you have 30 i'm sure 30 students that you have to you know look over so we can't hog all of your time um one last question before we let you hop off overall throughout the entire season everything that you just lived through what was your rose and what was your thorn um my rose was finding other really impactful women that are so close to me now. I mean, Ryan, Serena P, Brie, we have such a special bond that we just get what each other went through and being able to, we, we say it every day because this season has been hard. This season has been super heavy, but when we're on the FaceTime at the end, we always are like, I would do it again, or this was all worth it because I had them because I came out. So yeah, I didn't come out with Matt, but I came out with three bomb best friends that are are lifelong friends. Honey, I love that answer. Honestly, it's the best. It's the Mm -hmm. best. And those girlfriends will get you through a lot of things. So I'm so happy you had such a good experience and you have another one coming up Mm -hmm. and we were so happy to talk to you. Yeah, Michelle, it has been such a pleasure. So excited for everything to come for just for the world to see your own love story unfold. Like it's going to be something so special. I cannot wait. Uh, So Mm -hmm. thank you for joining us today. Please stay in touch. When I come back to Minnesota, you know, I'm going to make you hang out with me. We're going to grab wine. We'll grab coffee, whatever it might be. (laughs) We will catch up. All right, Tasha. I, I have to say, I have a girl crush on Michelle. I know. She really is like the sweetest thing, but she's just so, I don't know. It's not, I don't want to say like down to earth because obviously she is, but like, it's just, she's humble. She's quiet. Mm -hmm. She's kind of like reserved. Like this is all very shocking to her, her. which I love. 
Is that I, what it is? I, I'm just going to keep saying that. Uh, she just, I mean, even even the second she stepped out of the limo, like that, not, not her, I mean, her night one, but not at the top of the season. Like she just brought out this different, like, wow factor, I think with mm-hmm, Matt. And mm-hmm. like, we saw it early on, like she was never one to like be guarded. She's always been very open, very vocal, like fun, playful, smart, like all the things wrapped up into one. She is going to make, such an incredible bachelorette. Both her and I Katie will. Like I completely agree. Can't wait to see what this year has in store. Like, a- and after like the this last season, I mean, it felt like it just was being dragged on and on and on and yeah. so much. I truly hope, and I say this every season, but I truly hope for her sake. Like, it's back to the basics. Back to that love story. Like, she deserves somebody like so incredible. Um, so I can't wait, you know, and hopefully she'll stay in touch with us and we can bounce ideas off with her and give her advice, whatever she needs. I I feel like she's not going to hesitate to be shy about reaching out to any of the bachelorettes, which. Absolutely. No, I could have already seen, I already see her being part of the girl gang very Mm -hmm. quickly. So she did such a phenomenal job and she's going to, I can't wait to see her men. And like, it hasn't even started yet. We've got to get through Katie first, but, um, buckle up. We got a wild 2021 bachelor nation. Um, gonna be great but we also want to say matt thank you for being such an amazing bachelor like personally i i thought you handled a lot of the situations with such grace and um as well as you could um but we're wishing you the very 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 best and however that journey may look like and i I think he'll figure it out he's got a good head on his shoulders he you know he went through a wild ride on his season it's not something that i think he expected or anyone expected um that was very clear during you know his chats during afr but he is smart he i'm sure has learned a great deal about just being vulnerable and expressing more feeling and emotion and what he does and does not want in a relationship so matt your journey in this regard may have come to a close, but your journey in life, I think is just starting. So, uh, go off, take care, stay healthy. We wish you nothing but the best. And we hope that you find what you're looking for one day very soon. Also, I just want to say thank you guys so much. And you Becca for taking me in these past couple of weeks. It's been so much fun, but your girl, Mm -hmm. Rachel is coming back. She will be here next week for another episode as per usual. Um, but thanks for having me. This was so much fun. Tasha, it's always so great to have you. I love our girl chats. You just bring something different and unique and fresh to these conversations. Um, and I mean, you you are the bachelorette that literally just lived through this. So it's it was so good to have you on to speak with Michelle, um, you know, to let her know kind of what she's in store for, because I'm a little bit removed. <laughs> I don't remember everything. I'm getting old. I'm forgetting things in, in this oh, age stop. of mine. <laughs> so thank you for coming. Um, and you guys, Absolutely. one more time, I'm going to say it again. Please, if you have any incredible men in your life that you think would be a great fit for Michelle, don't forget to sign them up for the show. Um, if you want to do that, you can head to bachelornation.com slash apply today. So uh, everyone out there listening, thank you for listening through this entire season. I know it was a roller coaster of everything. Um, and always thank you for hanging out with us each and every Tuesday. And a huge shout out to Michelle. Thank you for stopping by. I know that your life is crazy busy and it's going to get even busier. So we're so excited for you and we hope to talk to you again very soon. And as always, you guys keep writing to us and letting us know your thoughts, opinions, concerns, questions, all the things. So if you don't know where to find us, if you're on Instagram, you can check out 
at Bachelor Happy Hour, and then it's at Batch Happy Hour on both Facebook and Twitter. And if you never want to miss out on an episode, please, please, please subscribe to our podcast. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Wondery app, or wherever you're listening to us right now. Thanks, guys. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the Perfect Beach Finder Quiz exclusively at Beachbound.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.